Hello, and welcome to the final title-pending podcast of 2019. I'm your host, this and every week, and my name is Willow. And this is the end of 2019, which is probably one of the craziest things ever. The crazy, One of the craziest years, I think, for me, um, as a person, but also as, you know, a brand. No, I'm just kidding. Um... But, I don't know, this is the first year I've, I've done some things that I, I would like to talk about, I guess, and just go over really quickly for myself and my own reflection. Um, because this year was a good year for me. I can't, I can't lie. I can't say that 2019 was, like, really, really bad and, like, I hope 2020 is a lot better. I mean, like, I can still hope 2020 is better than 2019, but I, I can reflect on 2019 being a good year for me. Um, I, I've gone through quite a bit mentally since the beginning of this year um you know I started this little project um in August but before that I was working two jobs one of which I was miserable at pretty much from the get-go I I was in denial I think for most of the time that I was there telling myself the money was worth the for lack of a better word trauma (laughs) that it put me through. Um, I worked at a cafe, and though I made one of my best friends there, though I, you know, I did make good money, and I did, you know, my, I did my job well regardless, I just, I felt very underappreciated there, but also very disposable. Um, I worked there for nine months. I started in March, and it, it's just insane to me. To look back and realize that I'm, I'm so much happier now. Um, I went through a deep depression um, in the spring when my girlfriend and I broke up and, you know, I wasn't the best version of myself for a little bit. Spring was very hard for me. I was very um, down on myself, but also on everything else, I, I became very nihilistic for a little while. I didn't really see the point in anything. Um, this was, you know, the last spring I had before I started going back to school in the fall. Um, and I just, I couldn't enjoy it, which sucks because I love spring and I love when the weather just starts to be nice again. Um, and I spent the most of the spring that I wasn't working, I spent in bed, um, and I don't really remember much about it besides the few concerts that I went to, um, but it was really hard otherwise, but I pulled myself out, and I think it took most of the spring and a lot of summer for me to come out of that, but I did it, so, like, we're, we're still celebrating, (laughs) um, and it was a big year for me, independently, I think. I grew to be very okay with being alone and not really looking for someone else to spend time with. I became very comfortable with being by myself, um, so getting back into socializing towards the end of the year became very difficult for me, um, because I didn't really want to see people. I didn't see a need to see people. I, I was comfortable with my own company, and that was enough for me, but I realized that it was becoming unhealthy, so 
towards the end of the spring, I started going out more and making friends again, seeing my old friends again. I had my friend come to Salisbury with me, which was like an annual family beach vacation that we take, and I got to bring someone this year. So I brought Haley, and um, we, we had a lot of fun, and I think that's what really ultimately pulled me from that place. Um, so I'm thankful for her, <laughs> and uh, she's here in the room just listening to me talk because I wanted to go over this before I had her on. Um, I made the, I made the podcast, I think, in September, I believe, is when I bought my first mic, and, um, it sucked. We're gonna be, we're gonna be completely real. The first ten or nine episodes of this podcast are garbage. They're not on Spotify, they're not on SoundCloud, they're just not pleasant to listen to audio-wise. They're just not good. (laughs) So, I'm trying to keep them in one place so no one can subject themselves to that, but it was something to do, and it made me really happy to have something of my own, and it still really does. Um, That's why I didn't really start this project with anybody else. Um, I know I probably do better with people to bounce off of, and I realize that, but having different people on every week makes me feel more in control than having the same person to record with and come up with ideas with. And it still feels like mine, and I like having something that's completely mine, regardless of the fact that I have other people on the podcast sometimes, or, you know, try to have different people on every week, or sometimes just do it by myself. It's just my choice to have people or not have people. I don't have to consult with anybody. And I realize that I, I work alone really well, but I also enjoy the company of others. So I'm, le- I'm learning a lot about myself, um, this being the last year that I'm a teenager, and I guess uh, better late than never. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to be 20 in two months, and, um, along with that, hopefully coming quite a bit with the podcast. I have a webcam, um, so that might, (laughs) that might be implicated somehow for the podcast or, you know, maybe for videos in the future. I do also have a camera that my aunt gave to me, and I don't know how to use it, so maybe expect something from that, maybe don't, I don't know to be honest with you. Um, my next attempt will be to get a second mic. Um, I have a second set of headphones now that I got for Christmas, which is very nice because my old ones are garbo. But, I don't know, things are happening. And, um, this year has been (laughs) insane with me getting promoted at one of my jobs that I do actually enjoy being at, um, and then getting promoted again. (laughs) And now having a full-time job, which is you know, out of nowhere and insane, but also being able to make money to save for myself as opposed to just living paycheck to paycheck while also paying for my car. So this is, this might be nice. This is, um, it's crazy. It's a lot happening at once and I'm throwing myself into my activities and my work so I don't have to worry about, you know, people. But I do still have a social life, if that makes sense. I don't know. We're coming to to a very nice plateau, I guess. A very good part of whatever this section of my life may mean. Um, and I I have a lot to to give credit to for that, I guess, with my new friends and my my new hobbies and my new job. 
I've become a more full person, and I've become a much more comfortable person this year, and I hope 2020 is just more of that, if nothing else. Um, so now, <laughs> because I've gone over the, um, the sappy part of this year with me becoming more whole, <laughs> um, Haley is here, and we are going to be, you know, doing something a little more lighthearted. Um, so thank you for listening to this, this 10 minute ramble of like, pretty much me just being grateful for this year and what it's taught me and what I've accomplished. I, I need to reflect and be proud of myself, I guess, for a second. Um, so thank you for allowing me to be selfish and doing all of this. Thank you to everybody who's contributed to my Patreon or just promoted the podcast in any way, like retweeting or whatever. Um, and before I go, I guess I'll just tell something wild that had happened to me recently. Um, so as you know, I am friends with Dan, Twitter personality. Um, he is at 4040. I had him on the podcast a few weeks ago. Anyway, he reached 10k followers and the goal was to have as many people post their boobs as possible pretty much that wasn't the goal in the first place it was just like 20 people total that were like oh i'll post my tits when dan reaches 10k whatever because his the majority of his followers are sex workers i partook in that but then a whole section of twitter took that as i'm going to rip on this one person who did this for for fun and it's lasted a few days and it just makes me laugh now because I am very comfortable with my body and that's one of the only things that I'm like definitely confident looks okay (laughs) um so the insults didn't get to me but they 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 were crazy to to get that that kind of attention again because I haven't gotten that attention since I was like 13 years old not about my boobs but in general thank you river I got that on video or, like, on audio, because this microphone is fucking incredible. So my sister told me to love my boobs. Or did she say she loves my boobs? <sighs> Either way, I'm not sure which one is better. Um, I'm gonna, like, clip that. I'm just in the back. Love your boobs. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was the event of 2019. I think that was probably the worst. Um. It took a lot out of me to get those again, because it had been so long, but, um, I'm in a better place mentally now, so I can handle it. It's just crazy to have that kind of attention on me again, especially on Twitter. Twitter is such a public place, and, like, I don't see the point in going private at this point, because, you know, I want my work out there, I want everything that, like, I've created out there, and if some of that needs to be sacrificed because of a fucking group of people who just want to make fun of my boobs. Um, then that's, done that, so be it, I guess. Bless you. (laughs) Sorry, this microphone is, like, too good. It's picking up everything. But, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Haley, we're gonna, we're gonna do some lighthearted things, and... That'll be the last podcast of 2019, and I'm very excited for 2020 and all it brings for the podcast, for me, for all of you individually. Good luck next year being a person, because it's hard, and I'm still learning how to do it. (laughs) All right, let's jump into it.
Just kidding. Hi, me again. Um, this didn't end up happening. Haley and I instead decided to go see Little Women and then, um, drink. So, I'm doing this the day it's supposed to go up and, which kind of sucks as the last one for the year, but I feel as though it's a metaphor for, um, myself. So I guess I'll, I'll go more in depth as to what I experienced this year, because I, I did go through quite a bit as a person, um, and I, I, to, like, make a long motherfucking story short, I, I went through it, I guess. Um, definitely not my worst year, mentally, but, um, you know, a lot's happened, and I guess I'll, uh, I'll recap that for you, and, um, I guess re-experience this year's trauma. As you know, in celebration. I started this year pretty uh, brokenhearted from, like, a past thing I had to go through. Um, something I'd like to share about myself is I'm a very lovesick person. Not on purpose, but I have this tendency to, you know, have very low emotional standards when it comes to people I find myself infatuated with. You know, like, you're nice to me once and suddenly I want to have children with you and, you know, it's just, and it's not real, but, like, it feels real, um, if that makes any sense. So I was, like, reeling from one of those, you know, heartbreaks that I experienced as a Pisces, and, um, it sucked, and then I ended up, you know, getting over it and being okay and doing it again with someone else, but that part, it was, it was real that time, I guess. Like, it felt a lot more real than anything I had ever felt, and it didn't work out, and it was fine, um, originally, and then it just wasn't fine, and then it was fine again, and now it's just, you know, an empty memory, if that makes any sense. That, the, that beginning portion of the year is something that I don't like to remember, um, not only because of how much it sucked, but, like, who I was at that time, because I was so miserable. This is all very vague, because I, I can't name names, obviously, and I just can't really go into detail without, like, hurting my own feelings. So basically, I had a girlfriend, and then we broke up, and it sucked, and then over the summer, I had something with someone else who I, you know, really did like, and then it ended, and then whatever. So then I decided to swear off dating for a little bit, and it's worked for me since then, because I just had such a bad go. Like, it just... Because I was, like, trusting so many people so quickly, and I think that had a lot to do with, like, my self-image. So, you know, I spent some time by myself, and, um, you know, I came around to realize that I do function well on my own, and I, I finally gave myself that chance to, like, just function by myself, and it worked, surprisingly enough. Wow. Spend time with yourself, you'll learn a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, I still would like to have a person to, like, hang out with sometimes and, you know, make out with other times. Like, everybody wants one of those, but, like, I don't find myself falling for every single person I meet that might be that person. Because if I, if I were still the same person I was at the beginning of this year, I would be in love with, like, four different other people by now. Um, and it's just, it's, it's exhausting after a bit to, like, you know have to not only know everything about yourself, but, like, 
have this image of, like, a person you barely know in your head, and then, like, like, I, I did that for so long with people, and I started projecting those ideas onto people, um, and they just weren't those people, you know, so I would, like, fantasize and, like, get my hopes up and realize I had made the whole thing up, so took some time for myself and reflected on that and, like, where I was going wrong, and then, you know, came out of it and just wasn't into anybody, and it feels good to focus on myself still, but girl be getting lonely, so (laughs) 2020 is the year I, you know, take dating less seriously, I think, if I date at all, um, I'm a very emotional person, but, um, I don't know, I'll try it, we'll see how it goes, you know what I mean? Um, so that's one aspect of my life that I, I, I think matured in the most, which also contributed to my mental well-being overall, because I wasn't in a great place in the beginning of the year due to that, so I had a really poor self-image. So, being able to grow up, you can hear me scratching myself, I'm so sorry, that's disgusting. Um, going through that by myself and then learning about myself and then spending more time with myself, I learned that, like, I'm an okay person. You know, I have some flaws, but, like, this isn't something worth my time. Like, if someone really wants to be with me, they will show me they want to be with me. And I don't need to project, like, my feelings onto every single person I meet. So, you know, I'm just vibing. (laughs) Um, and I'm proud of myself for that because it- growing up is not something you always realize you're doing. Um, myself especially, like, this is my last year as a teenager, I guess. Um, I turned 20 in February, and I don't want to say this is where my life is starting, but, like, things are happening. I just got promoted to co-manager of my store, um, which is bomb. Like, I'm so proud of myself for that. I'm so happy it's happening at the store and at the time it is. It's sick. It's so, it's so great. But, like, now I'm a full-time person. Like, I, I am one of the three people on that staff that works 40 hours a week, which is, you know, gonna throw me for a loop at first, I think, especially because, you know, I've never had a full-time job before, but this is one that I'm passionate about. I'm really excited about. Um, so that's happening, and this is my second promotion within two months. Um, And, you know, I just, I got so lucky with the way things are going. I get to learn under my manager. I get to learn at my store. I don't need to move. And it, you know, I take that, I don't take that for granted. Like, because I know a lot of people who do get promoted with my company have to end up moving stores and meeting new people and, you know, learning the way they do things. And I don't because I've been here for a year and a half already. And I know the store and I know the people I work with and even the newer people, I watch them get hired. So... I don't know. I'm, I'm becoming, like, not an indispensable person, but, like, I don't know. I have, I feel more, like, recognized now, which it's nice, because I know I'm, I'm good at my job. So I'm really, I'm really proud of myself for that. That's two things I'm proud of. Um, my work ethic and, um, my ability to not be a, lovesick piece of shit anymore. (laughs) Um, moving on from that, I guess I've made a lot of friends, not only with work, but with, like, life. Like, having Dan on the podcast actually helped me meet a lot of other new people that are just really, really cool. Um, 
I went to a house show a few nights ago. That was fun. I don't socialize. I don't do shit like that. So that was weird. Um, and just, you know, I went to a work party, a going away party for one of my coworkers and it was great. And when she left, I bawled my eyes out because she's moving like half a country away. It's fine. Everything is fine. Um, but overall, I don't know. I've just been, I've been doing okay. 2019 was a huge, huge turning point for me. And I really hope that, like, this is permanent and, like, I can continue to enjoy this version of myself that I have worked so fucking hard to create. Um, because, you know, I've been, I've been here for 20 years and I've been winging it for probably, I want to say, eight or nine of those years. Not to be that person that brings everyone down immediately, but, and, you know, trigger warning for suicide or whatever, but, and all that stuff, and the, you don't need to listen to this, it's not really, but, like, I thought I was gonna be dead before I, I even hit 18, 16, like, I didn't think I'd make it this far, I didn't think I'd be this okay either, and I've been on the internet that whole time, through that deep, deep depression, and then through, you know, growing up, and still being, deeply depressed, but being able to hide it better, and then being deeply depressed and not being able to hide it, and then going to therapy and being on medication and writing poetry and all this other stuff, and now I'm still here, still on the fucking internet because it's inescapable at this point, but I'm like, okay, I am still doing things that make me happy, but I am actually feeling happy about it, and I'm proud of myself for that. And I guess that the first half needed to be sappy so that the second half could be more fun. Um, I wanted to talk about some just general things that have happened in 2019 as opposed to just me. Um, to name a few, My Chemical Romance came back. Um, they performed in California, like, a week ago at this point, I think. And I watched the entire live stream, and it was the craziest shit ever, and oh my god, if they don't go on tour, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna lose it. There's no way they're gonna play one more show and then say, lol, psych, we're going back into retirement, we're going back into hiding, whatever. It's just bullshit. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. A, a fake tour poster was circulating the other day, and dude, the My Chemical Romance fandom is king of, like, just lying to people. Because, like, they have photoshopped fucking blog posts from My Chemical Romance's website before it got taken down. They've hacked that website. They've made fake posters. They've made faked announcements. They's, it's just, they keep playing us, and I don't know why. <laughs> because I, it's, like, they're back. They're doing things. Don't, like, don't make fun of me for being excited about it by lying to me about a fucking U.S. tour. Stop being good at Photoshop. It's not fair. <laughs> Um, another thing involving music, Haley Williams decided on her birthday that she was gonna announce a solo project. Now, I know what a lot of Paramore fans are probably thinking, is Paramore breaking up? Is this, that, the other thing? And a lot of other fans are like, no, they're not breaking up at all. You're dumb. It could go either way, I think, at this point. I don't think Haley would ever be the one to break Paramore up. I don't think so. I think, if anything, she would be the one to, like fight tooth and nail to do something if Paramore were to break up. Like, she, she and Taylor, there's, there's, like, 
uh, it's just unfathomable to me, I guess, if that makes any sense. Like, I know people grow up, but, like, they've always been that band to be like, hey, we're still around. We're never officially gonna announce a breakup. We're just gonna take four years off to do our own thing and then come back when we feel like it. And every single time, it works. Because Self-Titled was four years after Brand New Eyes came out. Brand New Eyes was only, like, once Josh and Zach left the first time, each album had a span of four years between them. So this is something that, like, is, this is nothing for me. This is actually, like, crazy to me that Haley decides to put something out before another, like, four years. After Laughter came out in 2017. We're on year, 2020 is year three. We're not even, like, close to the fourth year yet. See, I notice patterns. It's a conspiracy theory that's backed up by almost nothing. But I think Paramore, with their long breaks, they do that so that their art can make sense. So, Haley putting out this art now, there's something that makes sense. There's something that's going on that she needs to share, and I'm so excited for it. And she said she made it with her friends, and, like, I don't know who those friends are. If they're Taylor and Zach, if they're other people, it doesn't matter. She she has music. She's sharing it with us and she's like present and it's great and I'm so excited cuz you know, if Haley Williams is going to solo tour, she's not going to go to the same venues Paramore goes to. They're going to be little venues and like all I want <laughs> is to meet Haley Williams and actually have a conversation with her cuz every time I've met them, I have had nothing in my brain to say. And oh my god, it is the worst thing ever. But you know what? That's all beside the point. (laughs) I love Hayley Williams and I would die for her. And we all know that. We all know that. Um, what else? I got tattoos this year. I got plenty. I got plenty last year, but I also got plenty this year. I ended last year with four. I now have nine. I think. And, um, I plan on getting more in 2020. I do. Um, my, I, I don't feel the need to explain myself and my constant tattoo getting, especially now that I have a full-time job, but, like, I had two jobs throughout 2019. I had the money to do it, and everybody asks me, like, oh my god, well, how do you have this money? Why are you doing this? Whatever you're, like, supposed to be saving for, like, this, that, the other thing. I'm not saving for school. I'm saving for my car and I'm saving for an apartment. I'm not saving for college. I've decided that community college is probably the best financial decision for someone in my economic state of being, but also I just don't see myself living college life. I tried to. I tried to see myself as someone who goes away and, like, only comes back for Christmas, whatever. But, like, I see myself doing that only because I want to do that. I don't see myself doing it to go to school to do other things because this is what I want to do. And like, yes, I could go to school to perfect this, but like, I also want to learn my own way, if that makes any sense. And yeah, you guys can tell me that I'm being stupid and like, I'm going to regret this or whatever, but like, school is something like, you know, I had my 18 years of, you know, learning like that in a classroom, you know, not really getting any real experience with anything. And I just, I don't know. I didn't see myself as someone who wanted to do that for four more years and then do it for four more years to have anything, any sort of degree that would be worth it. And I didn't mean for this to get this deep like this, but like, I've been thinking about this a lot 
Like, community college is fine. I don't love it, but, like, I I can, I have the time to do what I really want to do, and that's all I've wanted since I was a kid. And I guess that, that working full-time is something that, like, propelled me to be able to do things that I wanted to do. And that job was enough for me to, like, sustain myself while I did the things I wanted to do. Because now I can do the things I want to do with a job that I like. Like, I worked a shitty job this year, but, like, I'm making moves, you know? Like, I got promoted, and now I'm full-time at the job I really like, so, like, who cares? You know, I, I had to grind, so I did. And that's that's my pep talk for you. Sometimes you have to grind, but it's worth it. I hate myself. <laughs> Basically, I worked almost all of 2019. I didn't even make it to the end, but because it was just, it was miserable. I worked at a cafe. We all know this. I have so many stories that I could probably share with you guys. It was miserable. I did not have fun. I met some great people, and the food was great, whatever, but oh my god, no, never again. Never working in food service again unless I absolutely fucking have to. Thank you and good night. <laughs> it was horrible. It was the worst nine, ten months of my life, and I got nothing out of it. I got absolutely nothing except for money and depression. I had no serotonin by the by the time I quit. None. And the people who still work there, who have worked there for years, I don't know how they do it. I don't understand. But fucking congratulations, you are stronger than I am. But you know, it's okay. Because I am a soon-to-be 20-year-old person on the internet making things like I've always wanted to do, saving money with a full-time job that I really enjoy, to get tattoos and piercings and, you know, buy a small apartment and have a shitty car and be able to live and go to my job and still make things. And that's all I've wanted. I've wanted to live a simple life my whole life, you know? And if that means I, I have a management job in retail for a, a bit, it's fine if it's, if I work at the place that I work at, especially because not only does that job offer so much for me mentally, but like financially as well. And, like, with promotion opportunities, it's crazy. I love my job. This podcast is brought to you by Journeys. Um, just kidding. But, <laughs> um, this company is insane, and I, I love it so much. And I'm so grateful that I get to end the year as a full-time employee of Journeys. And, like, I've made so many friends with Journeys, and I get to see them, you know, get the promotions they deserve and the opportunities they deserve. Like, my coworker who I, who threw a party, her girlfriend got a promotion from Journeys, and now they're going somewhere, and, like, the job is fucking, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, like, speechless. It's so crazy. But, basically, this part of my life is becoming more prominent, I guess, if that makes any sense. I, you know, I've never taken this job for granted, and I started as a part-timer. I started as someone who, like, real just really enjoyed selling shoes, and now... I get to do that for a paycheck, and it's, it's kind of awesome. Um, this, this last weekend was miserable, considering the fact that everybody was returning everything, but it's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> um, so some more general things, some less controversial things. Well, maybe not less controversial, but less personal, less involving, less involvement of me, but, like, so much has happened with the development of TikTok this year. 
the development of music, or, well, I don't want to say development, because I don't know if it was, like, a positive thing that happened to music this year. The celebrity drama, I don't even know where to start. There's so much. And I've already been talking for half an hour. So I might not go into any of it. But, like, I don't even know what's trending right now. What should I talk about? This, I sh- this is something I should have, like, planned for. <laughs> My podcast isn't always scripted. I try to make it, like, somewhat cohesive. Um, I don't know. We impeached Trump. That's fantastic. Although, at the same time, I'm panicking because Mike Pence is going to be in office. Even though he's only going to be on o- in office for a year. Even though the world is burning. Even though he can't get every single gay person into concentration camps. There's no fucking way. Not with the way that the states are set up. Not with the way that fucking... Like, I know that wasn't actually his real plan. His real plan was, like, conversion therapy or whatever. Like, being made legal. Which is probably way more possible. But, like... Even then... There are so many liberal states that would just be not do it. They just, like, that's not something you can control as a country. You can't fucking, like, have a certain type of therapy be, like, mandated to every gay- Like, you're just letting abusive parents be abusive. Like, that's not allowed anymore. You're very- it's very outdated. I feel like he's very easily overpowered. The difference is he's a politician and he knows how to get around that, uh, while- while, um- Mr. Whatever the fuck his Cheeto dust fingers is. I just, I don't have any insults left for him. There's just just too many. Like, he's not a politician. He can say whatever he wants, and the more he says it, the more people believe it, so the more possible it is to do it because he has all these people behind him. Politics is not where I wanted to go with this. But we impeach Trump, basically. Now we have to figure out if he's going to be able to be removed from office. Unfortunately, impeachment does not mean removal from office. However, it wouldn't, it just doesn't make sense at this point to do either one because we have an election next year. And like, I mean, North Korea is trying to bomb us like now, yesterday. Like, I, I don't know. This world is falling apart. The world is on fire. Like, this is why I don't want to go to college. This is a very roundabout way of saying this is why I don't want to go to college. The world's going to end before I get out of college or get out of student debt before I get paid a job worth anything based on a degree. The world is going to be set on fire before I get a chance to do any of that. Not to be nihilistic, not to be pessimistic at all, but, like, to be realistic, the world has ten years left before we are unable to inhabit it. We fucked it. We fucked up so bad. And there's really no possible way to reverse it so quickly. We really, like, I'm going to live to see the end of the world. That's insane. That's insane. Again, I didn't even think I was going to live to see my 18th birthday. But, like, I definitely didn't think that we, I would face the apocalypse. I always thought that was fiction. Hello, David. So sorry about that. I don't know if you can hear any of that. David. Oh my god. I don't know if you can hear that. If you can, I'm sorry. If not, well, he's meowing and he's yelling at me and I don't know why. So, yeah. I just, I can't, I can't see myself wanting 
to sit in a classroom and then die because I'm poor. Like, capitalism is insane. Just listen. (laughs) The fact that you have to pay to learn is not only classist completely. Poor people can't afford an education unless they're fucking genius. And it sucks. Because everybody deserves to fucking learn, I think. Why, why, does, why did money have to be a thing involved in that? Why, why is money holding people back from learning things and being able to function in society? Why $120,000 is not an achievable amount for a lot of America now. A lot of this fucking country. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. So no, as a lower middle class citizen, I cannot afford a four-year college. Fuck you and your parents' money if you can. If you came from where I came from and still was able to do it with no scholarships. Like, I got scholarships, but like, like, still, like, none of them were, like, I wasn't, I was an average student. I did my work, I showed up, I did okay. But like, I wasn't, I'm not gifted, so you either have to be gifted, which is great, you deserve your free ride, but, like, people who have the money get to take college for granted, get to take advantage of everything, and, like, not learn shit, and party, and drink, and whatever, but, like, the people who don't, and don't get to go to college, but are smart enough to know what they want to do, and, like, make the choice not to go to college or make the choice to go to community college or take a gap year or whatever those people there are so many of them that just need money and they'd be great they'd be just as great the only thing holding them back is money like it's it's fucking insane you can't make yourself a genius if you don't learn that way you don't learn that way that's no one's fault If you paid attention in class, you did all your work, you deserve to continue your education if you want to. Why does money have to be a factor? That's fucking stupid. It's so stupid that people had to start online fundraisers and have other college kids who need their money donating to other college funds. Like, it's just we're passing the same $20 bill around. It doesn't make any sense. We're all fucked. Therefore, college is a scam. College is a fucking scam. I I don't know what else to say. This is not what this podcast was meant to be, but college is a scam. Um, Capitalism is evil and horrible and is killing people. And we still have not done anything about it. And maybe some Republican out there is going to tell me that, you know, I'm uneducated. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And feel free to correct me on any of my facts that are incorrect, but my opinion remains that college is a scam. You may be able to learn these things, but they are not worth that price of, like, almost making yourself homeless, of starving, of, like, like, and if you are comfortable and are able to go to college and still, you know, come home and have a place to live and not have to pay your parents rent and not have to, you know, pay for a car and not have to pay for gas for your car and like if you if you are able to do all of this and like enjoy college and not have a fucking mental breakdown congratulations but i have not met a single college student who is not mentally ill poor out of their fucking minds or a fucking asshole you are one of the three if you are a college student 
Change my mind. Prove me wrong. I want you to prove me wrong. I don't want to be right. But in my experience, I have not met a college student who loves their education, who loves college, and, like, sees money as, like, only an object. Like, they're all stressed out because they owe the money. They're all stressed out because grades are everything. They're all stressed out because if they failed the class, they wasted money. Which, like, if you... if you fail and want to try again, you shouldn't have to pay again. Oh my god. And it's not, I'm not mad at college. I'm not mad at college. I'm mad that college costs money. I'm mad that, like, college should be seen as a privilege instead of a right. It doesn't make sense. I feel as though everyone who wants to learn should be able to learn. I don't think it should be a luxury to learn for four more years. It doesn't make sense. Knowledge is power, and power should not cost money. Clip that. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm so mad, and I didn't mean to be. I'm not... It's just, this is something I'm passionate about. So I'm gonna stop here, because, oh my god, I need to fucking relax. So I'm gonna read my patrons now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this crisis of a podcast. Um, so, one thing before I leave, everybody have a wonderful, safe, and happy New Year's. Um, enjoy your alcohol, your substance, your parties, your kisses, whatever. Haley and I are going to be playing drinking games by ourselves and watching movies probably, and I have to open the next morning, so it's, it's fine. Um, thank you guys all for such a wonderful year of the podcast. I'm so excited for more, um, like, content and more development in this whole thing. Thank you guys for, like, sticking it out with me. It's, this is crazy. Like, I, I got another patron. I just realized I just opened my page for the first time this month. Not this month, but, like, in in a few days. And it just blows my mind every single time that you guys are still here. It's crazy. I'm still, like, working on rewards for you guys, I promise. It's hard. But I don't think I'm ever taking you for granted or forgetting you. Because you guys make this possible. This is insane. So, enough of the sappiness. Thank you for being with me this entire 2019. More in 2020. Cheers to that. Shouts out to Amanda Satterfield, Haley Park, Holly Rapkin, IDK, LOLZ, Kat, Caitlin St. Louis, Mary Cabral, Molly, Shelby Church, Sophia, Tina, Willow's mom. I have had Amanda Satterfield as my patron for eight months. A little small patron of $1 a month. And I'm so grateful for you sticking around for fucking eight months. Like, why? Like, oh no, not even. I think you've pledged more than a dollar a month. It doesn't matter because, oh my god, it's insane and I'm so grateful regardless. It, like, all these people, everyone I just mentioned... Y'all really are out here helping me make this podcast better with better software, with better microphones. I just got a webcam. Like, I have a real camera I'm going to try to use for videos. Like, all this stuff is because of you guys, and you don't even, you don't even know. Like, it's, thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I will see you in the new year. Please be safe and enjoy it. Don't drink too much, especially if you have to work at 9 o'clock in the morning the next day. Uh, (laughs) I'm not bitter. I'm just dreading everything. Um, and, um, I hope you, any resolutions you make, you stick to, or 
you just grow up as a person and you don't need them anymore. <laughs> I'm going to try to go to the gym. Hold me to that. That's my, that's my New Year's resolution. I know that's like the most typical one that everybody comes up with, but I want to go to the gym and I want this podcast on video. I want to start filming. So like, those are my two New Year's resolutions. Let's make them happen. Go team. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Happy New Year. I said that like 15 times. I'm going to go now. Thank you.